I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 37. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's actively leading the protest against California's ban on Sour Patch Kids. It's Joe Lara. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, but I, I, I we got to do this, guys. Ready? One, uh, two, three. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Happy birthday Happy to, to you. you. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, John. So glad you teed that up. Thank you. I, I like that song. That was perfect. That's a good scene in, that was in a good movie. <laughs> You know you can find that on YouTube for like ten hours straight of it just going. Oh yeah, I have the whole ten hour. I have the ten hour clip right here. That's that's our show. He's gonna add that to the end. So you're just gonna you're, we're gonna have our episode, and then t- it'll be ten yeah. hours plus. You can just long make up the episode with that music. <laughs> Twelve hour go. podcast. Oh my gosh, Joe, how was your week? It was good, man. This weekend was awesome. So uh, it felt like a birthday weekend because, like, we, you know, my wife and I. Well, different different part of our a season in life, right? So our kids are out of the house or in college, so we go on dates all the time. So we went, we have e bikes. We went to the beach, um, took my took my bucket and her bucket, and took some cool shots on the on the sand. Um, went to the San Diego Zoo the next day. Went to a Japanese tapenaki grill. Like just just had fun all weekend. So it's like a like a day date, dude. It was two days. It was Saturday and Sunday, just back to back, just having fun. Thanks, and uh, so, yeah, it was it was great. And then, uh, and then the oldest coming into town for a couple of days tomorrow. So that'll be good to see him. Make sure he's eating, feed him good food and then kick him back out the door. You know, it's kind of it's kind of what it is now in our stage with the boys. They just kind of come in, eat and then leave and take off. But um, yeah, doing well, man. Right on, dude. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I said it at the top of the show, but did you catch that? Did, did you catch the California ban on Sour Patch Kids? I don't know what you're talking about. I thought that Wait, was a joke. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were just joking. Well, you know how like you know how like California has bands on I wanna say it's like Prop sixty five where they have cool. like they gotta like show all the carcinogens and everything that has cancer. They have to put warnings that it could potentially harm you and stuff. Well, there's there's a ban where they're <clears throat> they're banning candies that have potentially talk quote unquote toxic things like Skittles. And Sour okay. Patch. Wow. It's a proposed bill. Yeah. It, it it was approved today. It was approved today 12 to 1. I mean, on so, 
So what is that going to actually cause? Like, are they literally going to stop selling it in California? I don't, it might be illegal. So if you need a Sour Patch dealer, I know a guy. (laughs) Dude, there's ways to, 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 to get things in and out of the state. Yeah. I can get plenty of noise. All right, Carolina. moving on. Um, <laughs> he's made another. Uh, let's see. He just found out that his 3D printer makes the same sounds as a deer's mating call. It's <laughs> Ramy Shanaday. What? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that one. <laughs> what the? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and the whole podcast just comes to a grinding halt. Like, Thanks. What other reason would you have? 13 dozen deer in front of your house. That was, uh, that was wild. I've never seen that many at one time. So, uh, yeah. Can you, can you give the listeners a, a context to, to what yeah, we're talking so about? So on, on Instagram, I posted a story last night. I, I took, I took the trash and we've got to take our trash to like a community campsite here in town. And I took it down there and on the way back, I, there was like a giant herd of deer just right outside my house. So, uh, I took a little video of it and posted it online. It's definitely springtime again. Everything's green. It's, it's warming up. I don't have to wear the beanie all day. So it's good. I figured I figured they were all just gathering, planning planning their uh, yeah. plan of attack against Pla- Blackie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who coincidentally has confirmed that we're not actually allowed to hunt any of the wildlife in my neighborhood, which is, <laughs> I thought was common sense, but we've confirmed it now. So we're good. I, I actually confirmed. think, I, I think it was Meganeth. It was David. It was Cad Bane. Who confirmed that because he grew up in in more towards San Diego, but he was telling me his father is a big hunter and he was like, Oh yeah, those are your you can't hunt elk in California, period. <laughs> so that's um, why they do what they want. Yeah. They've heard the news. Yeah. They'll the elk the elk will be back here uh soon, I assume. They uh I haven't seen them. I although I've been hearing starting to hear the calls, so they're getting closer. Are you, are you still home alone? No. Okay. So they all got home. Everybody got home late uh, Monday night. So I was home. They came basically on the same flight one week later. Mm-hmm. So oh wow, they all came home, wiped out. It was like, it was like the, uh, uh the walking dead, just, like, <laughs> they, the, the door opened up and the zombies walked in and they all crashed. So that's funny. And you're just laughing because you're already on California time. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's made another trip around the sun. Happy life day. It's John Ew. Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, it's my Thanks yeah. for that. Love that okay. song. Love that. All love right. that. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Thank you. My week's been great. What's uh, up, man? What have you been, been doing today? Making stuff. <clears throat> Started painting a helmet. You know, I've uh, been making a mold. I, I mean, this is all workbench stuff. I can, I'll talk about it later. But yeah, I've been working in my garage. Well, what about oh. what your birthday? What have you done today? Did you do anything special? Uh, what did you have for breakfast? Actually, I had half a bagel with cream cheese. I was, my my wife wanted to buy me an Eggs Benedict, oh, and I was like, well, like, I mean, I love that. I love it. Ooh. But I was like, let's not. Let's save our, our hunger, because we went to sushi for lunch. Uh, to the revolving. Oh, um, yeah. Kura. yeah. Pabu, Pabu yeah life. It was so good. It was so good. I love that place. And 
Core is a good solid recommendation for anybody that's coming to California, SoCal. The little robot brings you water, you know. Oh, I need to put that on the list. I need to get sponsored by them. No, yeah, I I love it. There's one in Glendale here in the Galleria close by, so we just popped over and. Can you imagine a sushi sponsor? I mean, dude, that would be sick. Sushi sponsor. We should just record from. From. Dude, let's let's wear our armor. (laughs) Hey now. Hey now, <laughs> here we are live. Let's record a show at Cora. Just a show. No, we can we can have our show while we yes. while we're just like, who wants this one? Boom, like pass the plate and then I'll. So, so it'll, it'll be like our... it'll be like at the end of the end of the Avengers where they go to get shawarma. Yeah, yeah. but it'll be a lot of like. I want to get shawarma. <laughs> chewing and. So, All right, we'll do a uh, <clears throat> we'll do a live show. We'll do a live show, and then every time somebody tips it'll be us, a Cora fund uh, a tip. We'll grab a we'll we'll grab a, uh, a grab a plate of sushi. All right. I mean, we'll grab it anyway. <laughs> Anybody got more wasabi? More wasabi? Can you go to eat that, John? Pass yeah, it over. Like that. Um, hey, speaking of eggs Benedict, does anyone have a, a sous vide? I do not, Joe. Yeah, Joe, you yeah. have one, right? Dude, I just I just I just killed it with some <laughs> ribs last night. Poached eggs in the sous vide. You just literally throw the whole egg in the water and you poach it in the shell. What's the temperature? Best. I don't know. Like one. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. I did ribs yesterday for 12 hours. 165. Dude, they were just falling off the bone. It was so good. Oh, so dude, good. can you poach? Can you uh, sous vide some ribs for uh, Comic-Con? Um, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, Let's actually, do it. I can. It's done. When he's not building a crosshair, he's fishing for keys. <laughs> it's Brian Cook. How are you, man? <laughs> Magnet fishing, dude. That's the new, that's the new the pastime. New I might say that. So I saw, you, I saw you upload the video that you, uh, you not only found your keys, but you actually were able to salvage them. Yes. Go on. <laughs> Again, was, BFMs was, rescue the was, day. It was pretty. Are you yes. paying attention, Brian? He's on his yes. phone. BFMs. Well, I thought I was going to save it for later, but. Whatever. Yeah, save it for later. It's a, it's a yeah. I, crazy, I lost uh, my keys story. in the lake, and then I found them. It's long, and okay. it'll take up this whole segment. So maybe we'll next week, it. or maybe the week no, no, after. No. I'm I'm good though. The crazy part was is I I think since we got back from London, like the schedule has just been crazy because I was at jujitsu, uh, and I happened to have my phone on the mat, and it was like eight twenty, and I looked at it. And John was having a birthday cake, and I was like, "Oh crap, we yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's it's Wednesday." <laughs> Plus, the seasons are changing. Like so, the it, you know, eight twenty, eight twenty East Coast, right, right, right. Time. East Coast time, oh, yeah, so future like, time. Takes me twenty minutes to get home. I got to take a shower. I got to eat. And I got, you know, it's like a whole. It's a whole thing. So, but I'm good, man. Things are good. I feel like John's good. It's good. We're it's good. good. Everyone. Everyone's feeling the, the like proverbial monkey off your back. That there's no pressure to build anything right now. Yeah. At least not for us, John. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like what now? Yeah, like right? like I I fixed my whatever. I'll workbench it, but it's I fixed a couple is, things. But yeah, it is literally like what now? Because we record Wednesdays, and so usually every Tuesday night I stay up till midnight, and I stayed Watch up last something. night. Yeah, I stayed up last night to midnight to just get disappointed. <laughs> you're like refreshing Disney Plus. You're all what? Nothing happened. Yeah. 
Nothing came on. But, um, <clears throat> Uh, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to rep your support for the show, pick up one of our limited edition T-shirts or hoodies or stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. It's back. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys. Who is working on what? I'll kick this off. I fixed. Uh, so I did have a little bit of a snafu. Uh, my backpack got smashed on the way home from from London, which we talked about before. Uh, I had some chipped pieces off it. I kind of glued it back in there and and put that back together. And then, um, actually not even from travels, but, uh, I think it was that last day. Um, I had like shoved fire punchers, uh, barrel behind Levi under her, under her poncho. Cause oh, I didn't, yeah. I had the gun in the backpack, whatever. And I think she bent over to pick up Wrecker's shoulder, shoulder thing, maybe. And it shoulder thing, it like snapped the, fire puncher barrel in half. So I actually just JB welded it. I always like, we'll get on like a work call or somebody I know I'll be like talking on the phone and I'll start like wandering around the house and I'll end up in the garage and I end up <laughs> working on something while I'm talking on the phone, which is not the best thing. Cause I'm not, I'm like half paying attention. Um, but I mixed up a bunch of JB weld and, and glued this thing back together. And then I kept going out there and the like JB weld wasn't really drying, but I, I put more hardener than the metal part, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. But that's it. I, I got some stuff I need to fix, though. It was it was interesting. Like I I had crosshair like all laid out on the bench when we got back, and I had all this stuff out. I was like I gotta fix this. I gotta fix that. And then I ended up like putting it back in the bin. Uh, and I was like, oh, I kind of got a few things I need to do here. So I'd like to fire up the printer too. And and um, I think it's been what two weeks now. So I'm going to fire up the printer, print those new shins. Three weeks? Damn. Uh, print those yeah. new shin files that you made for me, Steven, and and uh, work with the clone trooper guys at, at 501st and see if we can get that CRL going. Um, I've actually had a few people on Instagram reach out and ask if I'm doing that. So, um, And the clone trooper guys hit me up and, and talked to me about doing it, the detachment guys. So see if we can get that going see who wants to build one but that's the hard part is there's no kit so i it's, it's like it's gonna be good luck with that one but yeah it'll be cool to do it that'll be very just, weird if i do both I was, versions cross i was just thinking about that the other day i was like i need to submit my my record for approval because it's, it's different with rebel legion yes. <clears throat> you can submit something without having the yeah. crl yep and then it, it just I've been the first on a couple of those. I don't yeah. know how that works. I'm a Gundai, Kanan. I don't think Imperial Crosshair qualifies for that. Imperial <laughs> no. Crosshair is just, yeah, not good. Now you have the standards in 501st, dude. There's like, oh, yeah. More hoops to jump through. Hey, he kind of comes around. I mean, he did. Yeah, he should be, actually, Imperial. technically. Yeah, he Lieutenant? should be Rebel Legion now because he's obviously... That's that's the pajama crosshair. Not he was in armor. He was armored up and, and in a pajama too. <clears throat> Both. Ooh, it yeah. would be him without a bucket yeah. too. 
So you yeah, have no to shave your head. No I can't shave my head anymore. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm so over it. Dude, just put a skull cap on, bro. I'm like trying to grow my hair back. <laughs> Slap some uncooked bacon and then you embrace, got that skull. <laughs> embrace the bald, bro. Embrace the bald. <laughs> Embrace the ball. I have glorious hair. I'm growing it back out. That's it for me. Um, I'll go. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so I subscribe to, uh, you, you guys know. Oh. It's my birthday! <laughs> you didn't turn you on in a burnt toast today, no. did you? Um, so <laughs> I'm doing that all night, Steven. I subscribe to uh, uh, that. Command Commandlian's uh, Patreon, you know that that Joe Joe jo gets yeah yeah, and nice. uh, he's got some really rad uh, shoulder options. He has like ten different options, so I picked three that I printed out, and I started molding one of them. So I've been doing that the last few days, molding one of those shoulders. Um, but I bought this like plasti paste epoxy, which I've never tried. I usually get the plasti paste two, which was out. They were out, and they didn't have the the one either. And they're like, ah, it's essentially the same thing. I'm like, all right. So I got it and tried it. And the I got, apparently someone hit me up and we were talking about it. Apparently the epoxy version takes way longer to cure because that's what's been happening. Because I'm just like, uh, this is still gooey or whatever. Still, you know, still tacky. But uh, now, I mean, now I get nice. it because I'm leaving it like twice yeah. as long. And I'm like, okay, it is drying. So it's just taking me like three times as long. I thought I'd be done by yesterday. Um that's like the shell. It's for the, the hard for the shell mold, for right? uh, that goes on top of the silicone mold of the helm of the yeah, shoulder. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, so I need to do one more layer. Did mm. I give you yeah, that mando helmet it. mold? Yep. <clears throat> the shell that I made yeah. is, is the yeah. same stuff, and it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. So this plasti yeah. paste epoxy is essentially the same thing. It's like pasty. It just doesn't get hot. You know how plasti paste two gets hot when you mix it. This one doesn't get hot. You just smear it on like it's like peanut butter, essentially, right? It's like oh, cool. Yeah, it's like peanut butter. And, yeah. um, and is it is it just like it's just easier than other materials like I, fiberglass? I think so. I, I bought it initially else, years ago to avoid fiberglassing something, just because I didn't want to be itchy. I thought I was allergic, yeah, so I was just yeah. like avoid it, like any other product other than that. And yeah. it, and it, and it's a good alternative, and a lot of people use it. Um. But yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I did that. I'm just waiting for this layer to like harden for sure, and then I do one more layer, and I should be good. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a I'm getting a helmet cool. printed as well from uh, the IF. I don't know if you guys have heard of that company, the IF. They they have like resin. They do bit large format resin printing. Like they print helmets in one go. I, I'm getting a master printed by them with like the oh, cool. uh, the flange on the bottom. Well, a Mando kind of helmet. helmet. I think we oh, cool. might have Sweet. talked about it a little bit. Not too much. No. Like Mando? No, like, Mando, uh, or you know, the, or just you know, the, the guy that was the red helmet? Dude, Grogu? That dude? It, yeah, yeah. The, it's that's that my helmet. favorite yeah. guy. So I, I have like the ears dude. all printed out. That yeah, he's dope. And that helmet, you can, you can change cool. out the ears. You can, you know, the tops, the bottoms, whatever. There's a lot of options. So uh, yeah. I figure, why not? Let's do it. Um, I, I like that you're doing the shoulder bells too. I think yeah. That's cool. I think it's cool with you having this downtime that you're like putting your time into like creating things that you can yeah. repeat and yeah, you know, yeah. make a little money. As soon as I get this yeah. shoulder, this first shoulder done, I'm going to start cranking them out just to get some funds to buy more material to make the other shoulder molds and like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Out of curiosity, John, how much 
do you mind telling us how much it costs to get that pr- that helmet printed um, from that well, company? Well, this one, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'd have to look, but that company range. So it ranges depending on the thickness of the model, because I've had one helmet printed before that mm. was really expensive, and it was because of the thickness. You know, because he's like, and he, they'll even ask you like, do you want us right. to make it two or three millimeters instead of the five or six that it is? And you know, and if you're using it for a mold, you'd be like, yeah, yes, please. You know. If you're using it as a helmet you're gonna wear, then yeah, you might want it to be a little thicker. Like my my Mando helmet is printed by them. This the the newer or uh co- copper one. That mm-hmm. one's a, a thick resin print. It's pretty thick. Um so I was like, no, I'm like leave it thick because I'm gonna actually use it. But for the the mold, I'll get a thinner one. So it can range between like between like two fifty and five hundred bucks, depending on the size of the helmet and the volume and the thickness. Because they resin yeah. print it, yeah. But it's resin printed, which means it comes. Per- it comes perfect. So it's perfect. 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 and yeah. they even have this additional service where you you pay a, wow. like a little more, and they'll have it glossy, like completely glossed out, like. And it's like, why not? Oh, why would you so not? It's like that? ready, ready. So yeah, yeah. so I'm, I I don't know if they did that Since with the mold. It doesn't necessarily need it, doing. but well, I'm gonna mold it, and and but it should be perfect regardless. It's gonna be perfect, but if it's glossy, it's like. You know, it comes out glossy. So um, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm not right. worried about it, but either way, it's it's going to be great. They they make they they do great work. So I'm excited about that. And that's pretty much it. And that's I have cool. nine more heavies to paint. Just nine. I just finished five more. And you and, and, and I'm done. Done. That's it for this saga. Home yeah. stretch. Till the next order. Well, the, no, that's it. It's <laughs> 54. Then and we. I know for that. Well, yeah, I even told them, I'm like, yo, <laughs> if you guys have any other helmet, because this group specializes in helmets or collectibles that, that you can't get regularly, I guess that you can't normally get. So, yeah. so I was like, yo, if you need another Mando helmet or whatever, they're like, well, you know, the heavy was cool. Cause it was one that you can't really buy. And, and they got the signature or whatever, but you know, I'm like, if you guys need clones, they're like, no, we have going to be a hundred Praetorian guards. Oh. <laughs> Those would be cool to paint. I saw someone printing that in full, yeah. full resin. Then TD, TD Outpost did, uh, GC Props did. That's who it was. Yeah. That's Jeff it was. did as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks pretty a- cool. Aimer, Aimer, Aimer. Right? That's his name. Aimer, Aimer, Aimer. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one piece. I was like, yeah, the Dang, half. Man. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's half, one you can right? print that it's half this yeah. way. No, no, no. I saw. I saw it was someone Jeff else printed. It was, it was the GC. whole thing. It was the front half. Yeah, he did the front half. Got it. Ah, yeah, but it was cut horizontally instead of or whatever from the other side got it but yeah i think that's it for me um yeah oh and i I started i started i haven't i haven't go ahead go ahead what you haven't you may proceed no 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 okay well i'll I'll end it i and i started painting that that kenobi helmet that i got a little like a little while ago i still have yours in the box uh steven Mm -hmm. that you have to process a little bit but yeah i started painting that so whatever okay i'm done <clears throat> oh yeah i'm waiting for that and my mando i got them in a box ready to go my hot toys yeah. yep it's in a box for you ready um i didn't i didn't build anything this week but i did start the process of trying to get my oc mando off the ground 
Ooh. Oh, nice. It's so, about time. Yes. One of us. So what is it that's I, that? What is it that's pushing you, Stephen? So, well, let me talk about what's been holding me back, and seeing all of your guys's uh, OC mandos and just seeing all of these <clears throat> fabulously designed mandos, custom mandos that are out there. It's it's very intimidating for me because I'm I'm looking at the finished piece that you guys came up with. I'm not seeing the step by step that it took you guys to get there. And when I'm when I'm looking at that, it's just like I said, it's just very intimidating, Um, a daunting task to start because it's like I'm not copying anything. It's something that has to be original. right? Right. Yeah. So I, I reached out to a friend and I was like, hey, uh, where do I start? Me asking this person, yeah. right? I was like, where do I start? And the same thing that we've said on this show so Great many stuff. times, they, they said, start with the helmet. Because when you start with the helmet, everything else will follow. So I, I started have, I started some sketches and I, I grabbed some of my kids <laughs> colored pencils and I was just... Just drawing different helmets and stuff. So I've, I'm narrowing, I'm currently narrowing it down to a design on the helmet. I, I think, I think I'm going to get there pretty soon. I was actually going to hit you up, John, because the helmet that you're talking about printing, the one that you're going to cast, I think yeah. that's the design that I'm going to go with. All right. Ooh. So right. I, I think, <clears throat> I think my, my Mando is going to be a mix of post imp and classic Mando. So um, he wants the number that, one is what he's saying. Th- that's fine. You can have number zero, zero, zero. If you want, you can have the, the first one. No, but uh, the cool number thing 99. about that design is I'm, I'm printing it or I'm going to mold it also without the ears. So there's like eight different options. Yeah. Like there's all these different yeah. options for the ears. That's so I'm awesome. just going to print those out for what people want. Yeah. Cause it's, it'd be silly to just have it one cause they can be so different. Matter yeah. of fact, I think even the shoulders that I want to get are the shoulders that you're making. The one that you're casting right now, you're you're molding right now. I picked the coolest ones that I that I thought, you know, because I'm like I'm not gonna make all ten of them. I'm gonna pick three and go from there. So yeah, yeah. You you cool. picked some good ones. Those are those are those are great choice. Great choices. Yeah, yeah. I think those are the best. Uh, like the the most usable ones, I guess. You know. Yeah. 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 I don't see. Dude, that's awesome, oh, Steven. And, I'm excited for and, you. Man. And then I also, so I got a little, uh, I did a little trickery here. Um, you guys might've seen, uh, late last week or earlier this week, I, I put a call out on, on my Instagram to, um, if there's anyone in the UK that could help me with shipping. Yeah. So there's a, I, I'm, I'm continuing the build on my black chrysanthemum and in the, uh, black chrysanthemum build group, there's a company in the UK that makes, um, drywall lifts. Oh, mm. right on. Um, they're not they're not stilts. They're not they're not the drywall oh, stilts. I know what you're talking um, about. <clears throat> they're actually like uh they they're essentially smaller. look like a bucket. They they look like a plastic bucket but in the shape of a shoe. Um and they're like uh almost like a pyramid shape so they they start with the shape of your foot and then they come down just a little bit wider, wider, wider all the way down. Um, and the lift on it is exactly what I needed. I needed a 12 inch lift and that's what these are. Um, so that paired with the snow boots 
that Brian sent me. Um, so I'm going to permanently affix those boots onto these lifts. Uh, and then with my mask, it puts me at exactly seven, two, there which, you go. Is, which is the perfect height. It's literally the perfect height. Um, that's exciting. So, so these boots, you can't get them in the U S um, the lifts, the, yeah, I'm sorry. The Are they lifts. made out of sour patch juice or something that's banned or what the heck? No. Yeah. So, so the guy, the prop 65 warning, the, the, guy, the, the guy that was selling these for like drywalling and stuff in the UK when he posted it or somebody had posted it in the, in the Wookiee group, he started shipping all these to the U S and he was like, what are you guys doing with this? What do you need with these? And when he found, <laughs> when he found out that he was selling them to star Wars costumers and not drywallers, <laughs> he blocked, he blocked his website from, from the U S you can't even get to it. So I had to download a VPN bro. Wow. Mark my, you? mark and my traffic coming from the UK. Right. And then I had to find I re- I had to find a friend in the UK. Shout out to Wrecker's Love Child. Thank you, Dean. He gave me his Legend. address so that I could ship the boots to him. And then he happens to actually work for a shipping company, and he's so, having those exported to me. Wow! Nice. <sighs> what a legend! I wanted to ask you about that because you sent that whole thing, and I was curious as to I was like, did did he leave something in London? Like, what happened? <laughs> Dude, the shipping of these things yeah. is costing more than the actual boot or lift. Damn, but it's damn. worth it because it's all for Chrysanthemum. So. It's all for Chrysanthemum. Wow. Um, so the only thing left now is just the, the fursuit <clears throat> and the armor. Um, I guess I'll probably start working on the armor because I could just 3D print those really quick. It's just a shoulder, right? No, he's got like a double bandolier. And then That's yeah, double bandolier. Double bandolier and then two giant shoulder spikes. With those spikes, dude, that that's sick. That's like epic. I love those shoulder bells, dude. Oh, and he's got the nuts, the 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 knuckles, brass knuckles. You know what he reminds me of? The the crazy Raider fans that sit in the end zone. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's black and and silver. (laughs) And it spikes. It's like football pads with spikes, and yeah, that he's a he's a crazy Raider fan, but um. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, the Raider Nation. Yeah, totally. I, so I can we, go next, just real well, quick. Um, or did you want to? Sorry. No, I was going to say, Raimi, do you remember years ago when your kids would dress up as Jawas and I made one, one of them the, the Jawa Taser? Oh, yeah. We still have it. But then I actually put a I real taser, taser in it. Inside. There's, a real, there's a real taser inside of it. Dude, that's sick. I'm thinking of working a way that I can work that into the knuckles. Ooh. Just Make so sure I get you that. don't electrocute yourself. Taser face. Insulation. Taser face. Imagine being called Taser face. But if it actually like arc, <laughs> if it actually arced between the spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll go real quick because right. I haven't been building anything. But um, basically, Kim uh, has this pretty cool Mando that we put together before um, celebration last year. But we didn't do anything with it, and and uh, and so finally took pictures and submitted her for uh, the Mando Mercs. Woohoo! And um, what's cool is is there's like a there's a local you know we have a local clan, and they have a pre app sort of hey check it out upload some photos and they can give you some pointers. So when it goes through the bigger process, it's 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 probably going to go much smoother. And so we got some good feedback. 
nothing really it's like weathering it's positioning of certain pieces it's small little details so i'm excited and she's super hyped man like it's it's fun because she's been wrangling for me for a while now and now she's like the one that gets the attention um and uh and it's cool to see her light up so she's getting the vibe of what it's like to put on armor and maybe be in a club officially and and troop so that's that's pretty cool and then um um also pieces of melee she she her uh her awesome piece came in and i finally hung it up so it's it's hanging over over my shoulder so it's up there i don't know if you can see it but it's up there um no let me see oh there it is look at that It'll probably show up on the YouTube version because the aspect ratio is better. Yeah, I can yeah, see it now. Ratio. Yeah. So thank you, pieces of melee. It's up there, and he's floating. He's he's uh, he's levitating because he has magic skills. Um, yeah. And then um, and then I'm looking at my boba bucket right now. I haven't I haven't even trimmed it. Nothing. Uh, I just been staring at it because it's boba. Is it there? And, and Do I you have it there? It right. Let's see it. Boba. This is a YouTube exclusive. Untrimmed. Ooh, look at that untrimmed his stuff looks gorgeous that's a nice yeah it is so dude this is a really nice cast it's beautiful oh i like that lining yeah yeah the skirt this is who's um, that who's that maker red bow wait we've seen this helmet before yeah yeah it just looks good you did did the unboxing yeah Yeah, i did the unboxing but this is a there it is so So i'm excited about it that's daimyo Daimyo. this is gonna be daimyo yeah daimyo Dude, and I made little, I made little tech stickers, you know. So um, a lot of people wanted the patches, and I'm, you know, patches are kind of expensive. So you know, here's a little cheaper version. Stickers are cool. Stickers are cool, you know. So um, Those are yeah, just little stuff like that. But I'm gonna start trimming this guy soon, and uh, <clears throat> and I'll need to t- talk to you guys about how to put the texture and do it just right because Globe is a certain drop it, mm, throw that it. That one's around. not texture, no. is it? Yeah, it, yeah, it's different. So it's different. It's not the same as like the the Mandalorian version. It's of, not the rearm, but where, where the texture is super heavy. Yeah. But I don't think it's it's perfectly smooth though, right? It's so I, it's almost like an orange peel kind of. It's it's smoother, but yeah, there's still a little bit there. I think. There's. So I'll I'll be relying on you guys to give me some 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 guidance on that. Good luck. I, I did the rearmored <laughs> one where it, where it did have the texture, and I used a wall texturing spray, and someone who worked on the show. They did. They wouldn't tell me if the, that's what they used, but they were like looking good, you know. Like they didn't confirm oh, or deny. Okay. So, but, so I don't know if that's what they use. I have no idea, but the texture was really, really nice, and you could change the amount, like if very fine to very thick on the on the the actual bottle, whatever the the can. You don't. You don't. You don't have to say where where that is, but you know yeah. who you know who the makers are, right, John? The painters. <laughs> of like the, the company uh yeah i think i do yeah i think i still have the bottle so see all, all we gotta do is just dumpster dive at night look for the <laughs> empty cans and then there you go we'll find out what they use well or they... or we, we we go to disneyland <laughs> and when homie walks around in his kit we just freaking grab him in a headlock and just <laughs> take, oh yeah take photos i mean that'll go well right i mean oh you know, they that, love that yeah yeah. yeah 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 they love that. They're, Look at Brian. They're paid, so, so they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. I, I'm sticking with my dumpster diving idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've done a few of like the rearmored FET helmets, and I use this 3M Super 77 spray glue. 
I'm holding it up the can up to the camera for anybody that's watching the YouTube. Um, it the this a few coats of this and it'll put like a nice texture on there and you can mask it off with masking fluid so some places are smooth and some gets the texture and after the glue hardens up it's it's nice and hard i i've heard the wall texture thing before my only concern is like that's not like wall texture is not solid like the glue would be, for example like the wall texture you can like scrape it off with your finger so it's got to just get sealed the right way otherwise it will could chip off easy well, I, I sealed it with 2K when I did mine because it was wall texture. Would, let that dry. Because yeah. it and yeah. and because same thing with a lot of people use Bondo as well, like the the red goop, whatever. Because you can kind of make some cool ah. texture with that and let it dry. But then they put the sealer over it, the 2K, and it's hard as a rock and it doesn't go what anywhere. I've used that, that a few times. That other would helmets. solve that problem. Yeah, because or else yeah. it'll chip off instantly. First touch. Yeah, 100. percent sure. So yeah. Um, went to a uh, the the Los Angeles squad within the garrison here had an armor party on. Oh yeah, what was it Saturday? Saw it was John Saturday. There. Yeah, was cool. It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing yeah. here? I didn't even I didn't even think ahead. I should <laughs> didn't have tell asked anyone. I yeah, know better, but yeah, I'm like, no I one's walked, LA spot, walked in so. and saw you. Yeah, no, that's funny. I'm like, why are you? Why are you here? <laughs> So yeah, I uh, um, that, that was good. There were a lot of people working on stuff there. I mean, we had there TKs, clones, uh, Tie pilots. There's armor everywhere. Dremels going, Bondo, a lot of good food. Sanders, you name it. That was a it was a good oh, armor oh, party. Oh, oh. It looked cool. <laughs> yeah, um, at home as far as stuff I've been working on, I was working on flooring in the kitchen. So nothing, not the usual uh, wor- weekly workbench fare. Although I do have a couple projects that I'm kicking off that I wanted to talk about. So one of them is uh on similar to what steven was talking about with his so he's getting his mando going i'm going to start working on an, another mando but i'm going to do something a little different with this so we're going to call this the community mando um i'm going to post up like uh, polls in my instagram stories and let people vote between different options as far as colors mm-hmm. or pieces of armor or the helmet style all of it everything is going to be based off of whatever wins those votes um, so, and we're going to go through the whole process of building an entire Mando. I will build whatever, whatever the community, uh, deems that they want to see get built. And it'll be kind of an evolutionary thing. I'll make sure that I'm posting like, okay, so we've made these decisions. Now here's the next choice. What do you think makes the most sense so that we're building on what's been done before and try and guide everybody through. And, and it'll be, you know, once, once it's done, I'm going to submit it to one or more of the Mandalorian related clubs and we're going to see how it goes. It'll be an interesting experiment. Can we have some veto power? Because there might be some decisions that are like, well, he, he, oh, he has no, a I, I well, okay, the so. loser. Everything that doesn't get chosen, that'll be my custom Mando. <laughs> we'll just call him the loser Mando. Whoa. No, but honestly, it'll be it'll be good because we can we can kind of go through the, through the two builds together and and collaborate that way. It'll be it'll be interesting. So the uh, I I will as far as veto power, I'm going to control the options that get presented. I'm only going to present options to be voted on that are things that I think will make sense, either based off of my own personal choices or the choices that I know have been picked before. So it'll be a little, there'll be some guardrails there in that respect, but. Well, yeah, because you want to get it approved, right? I mean, that, that and, and so there's specific rules, like like four pieces of armor for the lower body, for the legs, right? Or, or some sort of. Yeah, like or, 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 or there's choices where you have to have either like three of these things or one of these yeah. kind of. And so those will be options that will get presented. 
So if, if uh, pink, if pink boots are not an option, we riot. Well, I got to save that one for crosshairs. That's build. a good pick for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pink TK boots. I've already got pink TK boots on another costume. I don't need another pair. I'm good. Just use those and you're good. So, you got yeah. It. Hey, okay. Ramey, um, I'm just looking at the live real quick and P R A D E C prayed. Uh, Des one, I guess I don't know how you pronounce it, but he said, "Hey, got to give a big thank you to Ramy. He pushed me to learn Fusion 360, and next week I take some of my own creations to Star Cruiser, May 3rd to 5th, doing an after hours event with him. What? So, dude, you're you're influencing, you're an influencer, bro. That's awesome. That's awesome. Real life That's influencer. Awesome. So I'm yeah. still, I'm still planning on doing like a Star Wars centric kind of series of videos you i don't know training youtube or live or whatever we'll do something and and we're it'll be star wars themed and we'll pick something and we'll literally go from episode one will be just an overview of fusion and the things i know we'll need to do to know how to use to to do this thing and then we'll we'll build it out over the course of a few different kind of episodes so that's awesome um, dude so we're gonna we're gonna do that um master class the other project that I wanted to sort of tease a little bit is is what I'm calling the Homestead Project. So I, I teased this on Instagram today. So I am I've started down the path of building a one to one full size life size replica of the front of the Mandalorian's homestead, the, one to the one? house that he's got. One to one, full scale. Think wow. so. It will be a it'll be approximately twenty foot wide. A um, little, little over eight foot tall, not including the pyramid in the front, and it will be able to be used as like a booth backdrop for a con or or a big event, that kind of thing. So, kind of the same skills that we put into play when we built the facades for celebration when it was in Anaheim. Um, but taking ago. taking that like what we did had to be sort of a repeatable like we had to build eight of them and they had to be somewhat modular and things. Like, and this this is just going to be hyper focused on this one facade. So we're going to pull out all the stops. So that'll be fun. Right. Where are you going to put it? As far as storage? Uh-huh. Uh, it'll fit in my storage unit. So it still have. So Dude, the ranch. We should there's, call, there's, there's yeah. other. There's other. I'm looking at other plans for future storage opportunities. So that involve. <laughs> That involve some of you guys and other people. Okay. Didn't, you, how that goes. Didn't you also build a giant air sac? You built a giant air sac. A giant air sac. No. I mean, oh, the air. Yeah. The, called the airbag. The airbag air sack. I did the not sack. build that. I did not build that. So there's I, a giant sack. There's a giant sack in the backyard. <laughs> so, context for the listeners who now think we're insane. Uh, so my daughter BMX Bubby, she does BMX bike tricks, and she we've got this big Woodward facility down the street, but. But uh, sometimes she wants to practice without an audience. And so we're going to have, we've got bought what's called an airbag. It's this giant inflatable, it's huge. Like a landing um, pad. And it's kind of like a, a, it's a landing pad. So it's sort of a, got a little plat, raised platform on the top and then a, a ramp kind of going out. And we're building a wooden ramp to go on one side. And she'll be able to come up that with her bike, do a trick in the air and know that she's going to land. Worst case, if she doesn't land the trick, she'll at least land on the airbag and she'll be safe. So she can practice backflips, front flips, you know, all the different tricks that would need that kind of um, repetition and, and practice and not, you know, the, the, I figured the airbag was cheaper than the hospital bills if we didn't have it. So. Right. Those are good. Um, Needed a good sack to land in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the only other thing I've got for, for bench trying to keep us on track here, guys. <laughs> Did I get a snort from Brian? Uh, I got, got a snort. <laughs> I got a snort. No, it was 
No squeezing. No squeezing. Helped a a friend with a printer problem this morning and, uh, and learned through that, that, that there was, there's apparently a large population of people that, uh, like when you change the nozzle on your printer, um, if you've got like an older, like a CR 10 series printer where there's a Bowden tube, the, the plastic tube, you quite often need to remove the tube, clip a little bit of the end of that off with a little cigar cutter and put that back together. And um, this person had never gone through that before. I talked and got on the phone, talked to them through mm-hmm. that. And, uh, and, and they, they posted about it and realized we, between that and, and uh, the response that they got to that, like we realized that uh, there's a lot of people that don't know you need to do that. And I'll Can you explain be honest, that like, again. Explain so, that again. so I'm going to, I'm actually going to, put together a more detailed video on this. Um, <laughs> when, when you, on, on the CR10 printers where you've got a, the Bowden tube, the plastic tube that goes from the side over into the nozzle, um, that when you change the nozzle on there, quite often, you know, it, the nozzle's clogged or whatever, you need to replace the nozzle, great. But honestly, more often than that, what you happen, especially in the summertime here in Southern California, when the heat will creep up into that tube and cause what it's called heat creep. And and you'll actually get melted filament that will clog up the tube. It's the, nothing, the nozzle's nice and hot, but that tube, it gets gummed up. So what you have to do when you change the nozzle, you pull the tube out and they sell these little cigar cutters. In fact, I think the printers come with them now. Um, these these little cigar cutter things that that will that are designed to cut that tube at a perfect ninety degree angle, and so you kind of eyeball it and look at that and say, okay, well, I need to take a, a half inch or an inch or whatever, whatever the end of it looks like needs to get cut off. Trust me, if it happens to you, you'll be able to look at it and see and tell. Um, you can cut that off and then put the tube back in um, with the new nozzle, and you've got a nice clean path back through there, and that that clog is gone. You could change the nozzle a hundred times if you don't do that you're not going to solve the problem. It's not going to go away because the problem is not actually with the nozzle. It's farther up in the tube. So that's probably the most common thing. I'll, I'll change, I'll clip that tube a hundred times before I actually ever have to change the nozzle. So, cause the nozzle's metal, it's not going to get messed up as fast, but that tube will get clogged easy. So clip your tube. I usually do both. Yeah. My, my practice is the, the, is clip the tube and change the nozzle. So Amazon, they'll have like Yep, thirty of those little tiny, you know, 0.4 millimeter nozzles and really bucks. cheap. Yeah, super cheap. So it's good practice. Yep. Yeah, and I buy the I buy like a five foot roll of the tube, and so I'll just and, and when I put the tube on, when I when I change the tube out, I'll put extra on. It doesn't matter how long it is. I'll put extra on there so that I can cut it several times before I have to replace the whole thing again. Well, I always did this thing too, where I I read somewhere and and that's what I always do. But when I change the nozzle, because I nozzles too you buy like bags of them for yeah, yeah. It's, like 30, it's like 30 40 cents a nozzle and by the time I'll, you buy a pack of it yeah i'll like change the nozzle i'll pull it out and then i have like a like a you know six inch eight inch piece of old tube that yep. i run through the, run that through there to clean it it's like a pipe heat, cleaner yep exactly the heat sink or whatever it's called um yes I, i'll run it through that a few times to make sure that gets cleared out Yep. But man, the tube thing, I always just, I didn't know that like little cigar cutter thing. I always just change the tube, but I get those good ones, the unicorns or whatever the heck they're called. Unicorn are, the, are probably the best. And they're not that expensive. Capricorn. 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 That's it. Capricorn. That's yeah, it. I always get those and man, they last forever. Like the blue um, tubes, right? The blue yeah, tubes. Yeah, the blue ones. Yep. yep. Yeah. Blue yep. tubes. So if you if you don't cut the end perfectly at ninety degrees, it will cause the problem to happen ten times faster. Yeah, yeah, it'll like 
it'll just leak out and back up and yep. that's how you yeah, need the whole blob on the, yep. on the, so you gotta be careful with that cut. It's gotta be perfect. Yeah. You know what? Since we're on this subject, just real quick, the, the, the teacher that teaches my jujitsu, his son, he's 12 or 13. He has a, 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 a 3d printer and he's brought in some things before he showed me that he's printed. And I'm like, Oh, this is super cool. He busted out a full, obi-wan lightsaber like 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 the one i have for my previsla with it's almost like uh it's almost like luke skywalker in return of the jedi where it's got like the little neck and the thing and it was all 3d printed in individual pieces the whole lightsaber to the color of what it's supposed to be because he didn't paint it or anything and the thing was like perfect it was like it was perfect like he didn't Hmm. have to sand anything and i was like he was showing it to me and i'm like dude this is like really really good he's got it dialed in yeah i'm all it's really hard to get it like because he's all it wasn't really that hard i'm like i mean you had to like (laughs) i don't like the kid you had to slice it i know i was like i was like i'm sitting here going like did you choke him out because you're a jujitsu? Just choke out that kid, dude. I don't like. That I mean, kid. he's like twelve. So it's, like it's passing the ten foot. It's pa- it passed your ten foot rule, huh? <laughs> but it was so fun. Oh, he was. I mean, it was like because he didn't paint it, so he painted like you know he painted the handle black and he painted the the metal parts in gray, and then there's gold parts on it, and they were painted gold. I was like, dude, this is. And he was That's cool. Like, he was like, it's not that hard. I was like, Shit, yeah, you know, it's because okay, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna sound like the 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 grumpy old man here now, but do it, Steven, do back it back in, back in, back in the day when we first started 3d printing, <laughs> you had to dial in everything. Like you had to make sure the belts were at the correct tension. You had to make sure that, you know, the, the E steps on the motors were correct. You had to do all yeah, this stuff. Cause these things came as a kit and you had to right. take four days to put it together. Nowadays you could just hit up Creality or bamboo or whoever get one of these printers that literally do not need assembly. It's like you open the box yeah. and turn it on. Hold on. I'm going to chat GPT threat, uh, OB one <laughs> lightsaber. If I, if I, if I, if I, oh, look at that, it just did it. Messen- if I yeah. went back to messenger and looked at, um, the, all the messages that Ramian had when I, Ramian and I had, when I first got, I got like oh. a used printer and he was he was basically my my one eight hundred three D printer help. Like it, it's so he helped me so much. But man, that was a nightmare. Dude, Dude I, we need to make a petition to change nine one one to just it's Ramy. You know, yeah. It's just maybe not, maybe let's not. Printer. Maybe let's not do that. No, <laughs> bye. We can not busy. Pick, pick some other numbers. I'm okay with the phone number. That's not nine. You, you don't need to sleep, Ramy. Come on, man. Buy a new printer. So one other one other thing that I was going to mention was on that uh, on that printing, the Bowden tube setup. I I got fed up doing all that, so I just went to all metal hot ends on all my printers. That's a direct feed from the filament to the. No, it's a different it's a different hot end. It still has a Bowden tube over to the nozzle, but the the tube doesn't go down inside. Right. Oh, so how I, how does the but, filament go through then? But so the you tr- know, like you know, like on the top of the. The hot the the hot end extruder mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the where the uh, the tube would normally like clip into. Yeah, it goes down that's as, into that's as far clip. as it goes, just to the top. 
Oh wow. Okay. And then and, and then it's everything metal from there down. And then from everything there down is is metal. Now, ah, but, the, but okay. the trick with that is it's it's a little it's not just plug and play. You can't just take your old nozzle off and put that one on. You've got to re, you you are now back in the business of having to recalibrate and change e steps and things like that because it is not the same mechanics as the the nozzle that you just took off and threw away. Right. It, it, the, you if you don't recalibrate those numbers in the the printer's memory, you don't have God, to. God help you that you've got yeah. that. The, you the don't have to, to calibrate the the e steps, but you do have to calib- recalibrate the the temperature called the it's PID, the PID. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also like um, the the because it because it feeds the nozzle and then retracts it and then feeds it and retracts at a certain uh, at a certain tempo as well, right? And I can imagine with the metal, I don't know. It, there's yeah. No, I the only imagine. the only thing that you're adjusting is the temperature. It's because that's it's, it. The PID. Yeah. So that it the 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 measurement of trueness of the temperature you've got to calibrate that otherwise because oh, what because okay. what it thought was two hundred and ten or whatever you print at whatever it thought was that before it isn't necessarily that now so it's okay. got to get adjusted. So the moral of the story is cut your tubes, cut your tubes, and it's not you know that that all metal one can still get messed up too. It's just it's just different different adventures in printing yeah i think the moral of the story is to a 12 year printer is working you just print you work your printer you work it t-shirt available at the (laughs) dadbash.com if you'd like to support the show (laughs) or or be 12 it's easy we're being hailed this encryption's new This might take a while. Okay, uh, so uh, Disney's got this this campaign. Oh, hang on, my audio is turned off. Um, Disney's got this campaign going with this Disney 100. I guess they've been around for a hundred years. Is that even possible? I guess so, huh? In 1923, when, I when Walt did, Disney was born, right? Are they starting when he was born? When I invented what? 3D printing. I, yeah, there's, <laughs> I I looked at this and I thought I thought that was impossible, and I tried to find more information on it. I guess they're saying they've been delivering content for a hundred years. So Steamboat Willie. Um but right. but in uh, in so for the uh, month I'm of May they fact check that. Go for it, but that's I mean it's their marketing, not mine. Um so for the, for the month of May, they're kicking it off for Disney one hundred um with a bunch of Star Wars related stuff. So we've got nice. uh some new lightsabers that are coming. Uh these are the kind of build your own sabers. There's a couple new designs that are coming or or maybe these are parts that can get added to the existing designs. But uh They've got some pretty cool ones. Um, there's some parts here that I'm going to need to go potentially check out. Uh, they're advertising for some Citizen watches. I think these might have been on display at Celebration. I never actually made it over to that booth, so I don't know. But we've got a couple lightsaber sets. There's some Funko Pops that they've got that look like they're sort of crystalline, almost like they're uh, Swarovski-style Funko Pops. Ooh. They actually Ooh. they actually look pretty cool. That the Vader cool. one might be uh, might be one I need to get. And of course, they'll do a Boba Fett one, and then they'll do like twenty repaints on it, and then they'll do a Jumbo Boba Fett, and I'll, I'll have to get them all. <laughs> uh, they've got some Pez dispensers. There's some books coming outlawed, um, in, including Pe- yeah, problem. Pez is outlawed. I just saw it on the thing with the sour patch. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. So maybe maybe Disney will throw some money behind not letting that happen. Um, Shout out to our friend uh, Clayton Sendell, who is one of the co-authors of the new book, Star Wars Timelines, which is one of the things that's being advertised here in this uh, campaign. Oh, 
Um, got got a couple. Uh, Ooh, did you see it? The, the the news on that book? No, tell me. Uh, the last page on it features um, the new Jedi Order, and then there's a picture of Rey. Nice, nice. So okay, I hadn't I hadn't seen that said out loud. I had heard that there was content that was yet to be disclosed that would be included in the book. The last time I had heard about, they used it, but, an I old but I didn't know what it was. I think nice. the picture they used was from the Last Jedi because she still has Luke's saber, but the yeah. logo behind her is the New Jedi Order. Nice. Hmm. Maybe she had it fixed. Psych. Um, there's some. <laughs> There's some game content coming, uh, being released. It looks like there's some Mandalorian, uh, like Disney emoji stuff. And it looks like there's some Lego Star Wars uh, expansion stuff being released as well. Um, we've also got, uh, there's there's some new stuff coming. So on the Disney Cruise Line, they've added a Star Wars, and I don't know which ship it is, but they've added a Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, which is sort of like a Uga's Cantina, but it's on the cruise ship. Oh, the Disney That's kind of cool. Is it the wish? Okay, this doesn't. Yeah. Uh, you Dude, let's go on a cruise. It does it so to... a... Oh, let's do a dad batch cruise. Disney Star Wars cruise. Dude, we'll Brian's do a twenty twenty six. Shaking his head no. How about twenty twenty six? Let's aim. We got. We need yeah. goals. We'll, we need goals. We'll set it. We'll set it out there far enough that we've got time to coordinate. We need goals, Brian. You get seasick or what? We can we'll get, send it. We'll get Naomi yeah, to I'm hook us up. I'm not interested in Maybe a hotel something. that's sideways on the ocean. I have no interest in that. Okay. Well, it'll be like it'll be the season two Bad Batch because Crosshair's not in it then. Perfect. Dang. <laughs> Perfect. It's canonically correct, right? Got him. Perfect. Got him. <laughs> Perfect. Dang. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk to Tori and see if she's on board. She so will maybe not be maybe Tori and Leo. Japan, we're in. But <laughs> um, so they it looks like they are bringing um, Hyperspace Mountain. So the, the hyperspace redo of uh, Space Mountain to Disneyland Paris. Ooh. Uh, we've got um, Star Traders is coming to the Hong Kong Disneyland Resort. Nice. Uh, Disney Tokyo is getting the revamped uh, Star Tours Adventures Continue. And I guess that's it for that one. So a lot of, lot of Star Wars stuff going on with Disney. And, in, and I think the investment in the parks is a good good sign so i was doing um a little bit of reconnaissance looking at where the the convention center is going to be for 2025 mm. and how far it is from actual tokyo disney it's like what 30 minute drive i think drive but there's also a train that takes you back and forth and um it's pretty it's pretty we, it's pretty awesome like i think it's going to be one of those things where you know it's only three days so will there be star wars night at tokyo disney i would i don't want to assume but probably right and it's going to be one of those things, right? Where you're going to want to be able to go back and forth, yeah, to to, to do a lot, right? Yeah. When we're uh, offline, Joe, I, I got to talk to you about some stuff for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was interesting. Just a side note: I when we were in uh, when we left Paris to go visit my family, um, got on a train leaving leaving Paris, and it we had to change trains just a little bit outside of Paris. And where it changed is was actually the train station that we got off at was literally in the courtyard of. Disneyland Paris. Like oh, wow. imagine for those of us that are familiar with the California parks, right? Imagine the train station literally being between Magic Kingdom and or Disneyland and California Adventure, like in that courtyard. Like that was where the train station was. So I, I got off the train. I was like, well, shoot, let's just stay here for a few 
hours ago. The part, but uh, but instead of instead of uh, churros, they have croissant. Right. Exactly. Croissant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, I, everybody makes fun of me for for the I I I pronounce it croissant. Like you, you literally. I do. Yeah. When I go to Qua- Starbucks, I'm like, can I, can I, can I please have a butter croissant? Dude, every Sunday we go to a little farmer's market in Montrose and there's a little French guy with a bakery. We always get croissants. Always. Croissant. Yeah. Well, if, if he's a French guy, yeah. But if he's not French, if it's like, hey, do you want a croissant? No, yeah, but... I want a croissant. Yeah. Like, is that what you do? You That's what me? I have to do every time I go to Starbucks. I'm like, can I please have a croissant? And they're like, what? A croissant. <laughs> a croissant. And then they, then they spell Stephen with a silent N. Do, do you yeah. ask for Do you ask for a large instead of Stephen or whatever it is? <laughs> Venti, yeah, that's, that, that means twenty. Anyway. Reco, my name is Reco. <laughs> Black croissant. Is it in a croissant? Abu, sorry. How do you like are. your coffee? Good. Remember, I go black. Oh, black, black. Uh, so moving on in the news, <laughs> uh, Jude Law was on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he was talking about his work on Skeleton Crew. Um, and so when he was asked about the the tone or the feel of the show, um, he repeated something that that we'd heard before, but but that, and that it the show has a very Amblin vibe, and that was the wording that he used, which I think is great because anybody that knows kind of the the '80s Amblin films knows what what that means i mean we're basically talking about a film that you know like a kid a kid adventure et goonies something like that so yeah and that is a consistent theme that we've heard about this show so i'm really really looking forward to seeing how this plays out because it's going to be great um had this to say about working um, amidst aliens and droids i mean he's he's not new to working in uh in sci-fi type films but uh or, or fantasy films but but the immersion that you get working on a Star Wars production because of the droids and the creatures um, is, is unique because it's not all CGI. Um, he said, the thing, thing I underestimated was the experience of acting opposite droids and creatures, which of course are all there. And so you get to work with at times five, six, seven puppeteers, and these people are masters. Um, and and in, in another quote, proving that, that Jude Law is a gift to humanity, he had this to say about Jawas. So I've been very lucky. I've worked with some particularly respectable actors, but I've never been starstruck like I was when I met a Jawa. I saw a Jawa walking by and I was like, I can't believe it. It's a real Jawa. So for anybody that knows, I've got a special place in my heart for Jawas. So <laughs> it was uh, it was fun to hear him say that. Uh, Katie Sackhoff did an, a marathon 80-minute long interview with uh, Christian Karloff on his YouTube channel. Um, and so I'm, I'm not going to bleed this dry because there's literally 80 minutes of content here and, and it's, it's its own show. So we'll, Dude, tell her uh, we'll do it. We'll do it in 60 minutes. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so on, uh, on wanting to see more about, but they talked about Bo's backstory and whether or not that would be part of the show, um, and what they would get into there. So she said, well, we spoke about it for sure. I think the problem with the show like this is that you're straddling the line between keeping the episodes shorter and then stuffing them full. You can't do everything you want to do. And there's definitely a lot of fan that fans want to see. There's a lot, even I want to know. We've talked about her backstory. We've talked about everything that happened. And I really love those moments where we saw a different side of Bo. We saw the pain, we saw the regret. And I always would love to have more of those, you know, selfishly, maybe in a different time in a different place. Um, and on that note, kind of the, the idea of keeping um, 
keeping the scenes short and, and keep maintaining the pace of the show and, and kind of how those decisions are made. Um, she says, you know, when, when Bo gives her speech of we're going to get back Mandalore with two different clans, the scene was much longer. That scene was super long. This is the rousing thing. You're inspiring those two separate clans to get out there and go retake their homeworld. It has to be emotional. It has to be big. And for whatever reason, it got cut down a lot. I love this entire season. I thought it was fun. But that moment for me was like, I wish they'd given more context to what had happened right before, because I think that it would have made that speech land heavier. And the majority of the takes I did were William William Wallace-esque. So she clarified that, that it is actually her in the suit 80% of the time. Um, except for when it's it's um, much better for the stunt double to take over. Uh, case in point, the scene where, where she wields the dark saber when trying to rescue Din in the second episode. So she said that was a scene that I was there for very little. That was stunt double Joanna Bennett. We talked about how big this season is, right? There are two units moving at all times. There are very few scenes that I saw. I don't want to say few. There are scenes that I saw that I was not there. I would say eighty percent of them I was there. And I did at least once, if not most of it. But that being said, Joe is a phenomenal athlete. I mean, she literally does doubles Brie Larson. She's amazing. To have me do the scenes where you know she's going to go in there with the helmet on and look 10 times better, it's just stupid to have me try. That being said, that last fight with Moff Gideon in the finale, I did as much of it as, as I could. So I think this is just more reason why we need to see um, the the stunt doubles for Bo, like Joanna or Caitlin named right there after Katie Sackhoff in the credits. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw them just as much as we saw uh, Brendan and Latif for Din. So right. I'll get off my soapbox, but I still think that's the way it should be. Um, there's a lot more on that interview. Uh, I, I encourage everybody to go take a, you know, if you've got an 80 minute or longer car ride, go download that YouTube <laughs> video and, and, and check it out. Cause it's, uh, it's definitely cool. Uh, a little bit of Andor news. Um, Andy Serkis. Uh, Can't swim. More. Kino Loy, uh, he can't swim, right? And so he had this to say. He said, if Kino had jumped, that would have been the end of him and he would be out of the picture. But no, he's alive and he's working out his next move. So most folks are taking that comments to imply that he is confirming subtle as subtly as he can um, that he would be making an appearance in season two. Hmm. You know, he was on stage for the Andor season two announcement. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's still a prisoner. True. I think I think Good we job. are have not seen the end of Kino Loy. So just because he can't swim doesn't mean he didn't make it out. One way out. My um, precious. Similar, similarly, um, every Bad Batch fan's most hated person, uh, Saw Guerrera. Uh, Forrest Whitaker has confirmed that he will be making an appearance as Saw in season two of Andor as well. So every we can, all his Bad Batchers can give him the side eye for the, for those scenes. Bullet. Yeah. Uh, so, and just on that note for Andor production is set to wrap, um, in mid August, and then we go into the lengthy post-production cycle. So they're actually getting close to the home stretch on filming for that. Um, friend, good friend of ours, Timothy Zahn did an interview with clone web, which is actually a French news outlet. And no, I'm not going to be doing a live translation for anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Stephen, as has he's proven with his pronunciation of croissant, he can go ahead and do that for us. But but he he had this to say about like the beloved character and how he feels. Um, Filoni is up to the challenge of bringing him um, to live action. So I wanted my character to be someone his men would follow out of loyalty, unlike Palpatine or Vader, who manipulate and use fear. Everyone is ready to follow him. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was able, and I was inspired by historical military 
and we must add a touch of Sherlock Holmes for intelligence and the ability to deduce. Captain Pelion is his Dr. Watson, someone he can explain his thoughts to for the reader to understand. Now, we saw Captain Pelion in the, at the tail end of Mandalorian, and he was very much an advocate for Thrawn. And so now there's a little bit of context. Now you're saying that? I'm getting major Watson vibes off that guy with the mustache yeah. and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, and it's interesting that he would point out that Pelion was the Watson as opposed to Eli Vanto, who is kind of the main sidekick throughout the Thrawn novels, the, the modern era Thrawn novels. Um, so I think that indicates that we'll be seeing Pelion kind of playing that role and probably won't, maybe won't see an appearance from Vanto. Um, he, he went on to say, he says, the danger is that the screenwriters could write it badly. He is a tactician, always ahead of his enemies. Dave Filoni showed in Rebels that he understands the character, so I think everything will be fine as long as Filoni and Favreau remain at the helm, and I am, of course, available to help them if needed. We only talked briefly about all this, but Dave promised to meet the writers and discuss with them in the near future. Um, so on Lars Mikkelsen's casting, he said, Thrawn's return was very exciting. Lucasfilm called me to show me the concept designs for Rebels. At the same time, we were discussing future novels about the character. It was then eight months before the announcement of the Grand Admiral's return at Star Wars Celebration London 2016. There's not much difference between the original Thrawn and the Thrawn of this new timeline. It's the same character in different geopolitical conditions, surrounded by different characters, but he hasn't changed. Lucasfilm wanted these new books to be connected to Rebels, so I tried to make as many connections as possible. They gave me the scripts for the episodes in advance so that I was aware of the plot. The goal is for everything to fit together. The second book takes place between season two and season three, and the third takes place between a period of the series where he is off camera in season four. And then when asked about doing more Thrawn books, he said, I would like to write more novels as we pit and and we pitch ideas to Lucasfilm. As for Thrawn, there's a nine year gap between the end of Rebels and the character's reappearance in Ahsoka. There are things to do during this time. I'll keep you up to date. Wow. And that is a very, the, the, the detail I took from that is that is a very specific number. He knows that there's a nine year gap. Mm-hmm. But how else, like, how else yeah. would anybody have put that together if it hadn't already been talked about somewhere? That's, that's the playground he's been given. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you can do whatever you want in the unknown regions. Yeah. Leaves a lot of space for. Um, and Dov- yeah. Yeah. So I, I encourage between now and when Ahsoka comes out, I would encourage folks to go out and get either listen to, if you do the audiobooks or read the Thrawn novel, the modern era Thrawn novels. Um, I, I think we're going to see some heir to the empire type stuff play into the show, but because this is kind of the modern canon based off of rebels and, and, and these books, uh, the books are going to be close tie in as well. So, um, so tying into Ahsoka. Uh, so Filoni did an interview during, uh, during celebration actually with Collider. Um, and he confirmed, we knew this, he, he's not only the showrunner, but he's also the writer for all eight episodes. So we now know that there's eight episodes. Um, when asked by Collider about the runtime, uh, Filoni did say that while they do like to have tight runtimes to keep the momentum going, the current cuts of the episode could be on average slightly longer than what we've been seeing in The Mandalorian. So we've been seeing 35 to 40 minute episodes in The Mandalorian. Um, so we might be seeing something a little bit longer than that. And eight episodes. So we should expect season one of Ahsoka's total runtime to be much longer than what we saw in uh, season three of the Mando. Were you going to say something, Steve? I thought you were going to. No, I'm, I'm here. Oh, for okay. That. All right. Sorry. I was watching you. You looked like you were going to talk. Um, 
So uh, he, he said, in kind of talking about kind of how they try to keep things cut in the pacing and stuff, he says, it's an interesting question. I would say it's pretty relative when you do this kind of work. One thing John and I are very adamant about is we try to cut it down and strip it down to keep it moving. It's definitely a faster and more intense rule than George has. And George's whole mantra was faster and more intense. So um, my episodes have actually started pretty long, you know, because I wrote them all. And so they're a little different, probably relative to the other stuff I've written and done, like episode The Jedi of Mandalorian. If it's got... if if it's got to be tight and fast because I need the action to work, it's going to be shorter. But I would say that there are the same range as the Mandalorian episodes, maybe on average a little longer. Honestly, don't know where they are right now in the most recent cuts I've done, but I would say it's in the same range. When asked which episodes, and so this will be interesting. When asked which episodes from the series um, fans who haven't seen should like from Rebels, fans who haven't seen it should watch um, before watching Ahsoka. Filoni said this, I would start probably like the episode Jedi Knight, where the sad thing happens to Kanan. Even if you didn't understand what it was, it would propel you forward. If you just watched season four, you'd be set. You can start with that and you'd get that these rebels are fighting a tyrannical empire and that they would get you everything and everybody that you need. You don't need to do the entire gamut of rebels, but you should. Once you watch that, you'll be like, well, I'm going to watch it all. Yeah, I've been doing very aware when writing these things that you don't need to have seen any of it. Not that I don't want you to. I want you to, but you don't have to. So he would argue the best thing to do is focus on uh, season four of Rebels. Kind of watch as much of that as you can, but especially from the episode Jedi Knight on, which is roughly about two thirds of the way through the season, I think, if I remember right. Well, if it's what I think he's saying, it should be the season finale of season two. And from then on, because that's what I remember. It gets really good at that episode. Like the buildup is super slow up until up until then. And then from the end of the finale of season two uh, on okay. is amazing. Okay. Different, different, Dude. different bad yeah. thing happening to Kanan. Okay. I didn't cross. Yeah. It's not the first bad thing. Yeah. The, the other bad thing is season four. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> that one's like, but the finale of season two you. is. Oh, that's epic, man. Ooh, it's epic. The music, epic Kevin Piner. Yep. Kevin oh, Piner music, all of it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Start there. The finale of season two and then go forward. You... Just watch Rebels, people. Just yeah. watch it. Yeah. Season I mean, it's it's crazy. over Joe's shoulder right now. We're watching it as we talk to Joe. Is that a season one or two? This is season one. There you yeah. go. And, um, and, Dude, I like I I introduced Kim to it um, about a year ago, and she, I mean, right away. I mean, it's a little slow at first, but you're just getting used to the characters, and then yep. it builds and builds. And then season two, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I need to keep watching." Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works with all these shows. Yeah, so, and the animation's not just for kids. If you like the Star Wars storytelling, and that's so. the thing, most people don't give it a chance because it's animated, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's just for kids." But if you just give it a chance. You'll finish it. You'll watch all of it. The whole thing about the whole thing about for kids, like I mean, it's Star Wars, right? So it's taking place in space. It's science fiction. Isn't no, right, it all but, for kids? But a lot of people yeah. will watch like a TV show or a movie. My mom just started watching the Bad Batch series because I told her about it because we she saw all of us in costume because she watches Mando. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she watches Mando. Like she's like, oh, did you watch the newest episode? I'm like, yeah. And I talked to her about it, but she's like, I started watching the Bad Batch. So I'm like, you know, it's gonna be a little weird. It's gonna be a little different because. They're, they're, it's like clone troopers and whatever, you know, whatever. But you know, I told, I, but I told her, I'm like, the stories are the hope. same, you know. Well, yeah, it's all hope. Hope. You need to give the people kids, hope. Sure. Because the kids need it. 
They really, it's about they really hope. need it. <laughs> I'm gonna confront him. Be like, my, my buddy Brian doesn't like that. I need me some Sour Patch right now because it's banned. So oh. speaking of an, uh, speaking of animation, man, we've been good with the segues tonight. Um, and I'm going to save a lot of the content for this for next week because it'll be more timely. But a friendly reminder that on May the 4th, we're getting not one, but two animated shows re- being released on Disney+. Plus. So we're going to On get- the 4th? On the 4th. Oh, I'm going to Guardian. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> and so we're going to get, we're going to get volume two of Visions and, uh, and we get that new show, uh, Young Jedi Adventures. Nice. And I don't know for anybody that saw that for anyone that was at uh, Celebration or saw pictures coming out of Hasbro's booth at Celebration, man, if my kids were still young enough, like I would be getting them all of those Young Jedi Adventures toys yeah, that Hasbro cool. had on display. Those that's super cool. Rad. That's what yeah. I'm going to yeah. do for Amy. That's that's going to be our yeah, focus. Yeah. To load Perfect. her up, dude. Yeah. To get her into Star Wars because she does not care right now. Other than like, oh, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. I'm hoping I'm hoping I'll be able to give a little more content on those two shows. It'll be timely coming out next week. So this, next week's episode will drop on May the 4th. Yes. Um, oh, we got to, we'll have to think of something special to do for the May the 4th episode. Uh, and I saved the best and most important news for last. Um, Carrie Fisher, our beloved princess, she is finally getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, and that is also happening on May the 4th. And not just that, for anybody that's in the Los Angeles area, y'all can come and watch. So, uh, she's getting star number 2,754. Can you imagine that there's that many on the walk? Um, so she's getting, John is 55. The ceremony is being held, um, uh, basically near the El Capitan theater on Hollywood Boulevard on Thursday, May 4th at 1130 AM Pacific time. So, and they, I know from, for a fact, Lucasfilm wants as many fans present as possible. So. Anybody listening in the LA area, again, at 11.30 a.m. next Thursday, May 4th, um, go on out to the El Capitan and uh, and go see Carrie Fisher's star get unveiled. Dude, that's crazy they're doing it on the 4th. The 4th has just gotten into, I, there's just, there's too much. It's Dude, like there's a million troops that where there's day. Just, there's so much going on. There, there like, are. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mention it. I'm actually... It's like overkill. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) I actually am going to, I got to go to CBS studios and get interviewed for the new, for CBS news for the 501st. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying it's like trying to, I was looking at Dan rather. Uh, They gave me the name of who I'll be talking to. It was not Dan rather. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I work with him and get video so that we'll be able to uh, put that out later. People are like, who are these guys talking about? Wow, these John guys doesn't even know. Even John's John doesn't like, know who we're talking about. You're saying, dude. John's 38 and has no idea who Dan Rather is. I know who Dan Rather is. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wasn't he Who's CNN? This guy? We're just, we're just teasing. Back, back no, he's not CNN. Yeah, oh, old yeah. school. Yeah, when the Rather. news was black and white, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, May the 4th is a Thursday and... Uh, I was like, oh, May the 4th, what are we doing? And then I like, I saw like Guardians tickets went up and I was like, I am going to see Guardians. And I was like, oh, it's the 4th. Oh, all right. Well, sorry, Star Wars. I'm going to see Guardians. <laughs> These next few There's weeks a million are crazy. Yeah. Dude, I have four troops yeah. in the next week and a half. Friday, yeah, I have a troop. I got- Sunday, I got a troop. And then the next week again, yeah. uh, I think for like Friday and Sunday, or uh, th- yeah, something it's on Saturday. Much, what are you wearing, John? What are you wearing? Uh, a hunter for one of them, TK for a couple nice. other ones, and um, 
That's it. Yeah. Hunter. Amy, what are you wearing? I'm doing I'm doing two on Sunday, this coming Sunday, because um, I'm crazy. So my, the first one I'm doing Kylo, and then the second one I'm wearing my custom Mando. Okay. And then um, next, so on May the 4th, before the CBS thing, I'm doing Din, Din Jaren for the Mandalorian for uh, at, at Indie Speeder School. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. I saw there. that call out. In, yeah. Indie Speeder, Emily said, hey, if you can show up. But dude, it's Thursday. It's a work day. I, you know, I, I can't. So yeah. I'm going to troop Sunday. Two troops. I'm gonna do a Mando because I got to get my annual Mando in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for for the you know for the um. The merch. I got my and, and then I'm gonna do a TK. <laughs> then I'm gonna do a TK for um the, the the library. They're gonna show a New Hope, and then afterward, you know, here's some TKs, right? So I'll do two in one day. So Rayman, I'm right there with you. Two in one day is stupid, but it's yeah. fun. It's Star Wars. It's what we do. Yeah, and then next Saturday. I've got two. I've got one here that's there's actually a troop in Tehachapi, so of course I have to do that one. Um, <laughs> so I've got that in the morning. I've got that in the morning, and then I've got to head down to LA, and I'll be actually trooping with John. Yeah, Tehachapi is an is an indigenous word, right? Like Tehachapi. It's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's ironic because the the place that's hosting it is it's a pizza place. It's, it's like a market night thing, but the, but the folks that called us that wanted us to come out is uh, a pizza place called TK pizza. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> that they would call the five first to come out. Nice. So, um, last little bit on that Carrie Fisher star on the walk of fame for anybody that's not in LA and can't make it out that wants to watch. Um, it will be streamed live exclusively at walk And that is it for the news. Um, so May 4th, they're, they're also having Star Wars night at Disneyland, right? They are. <clears throat> I couldn't get tickets Jeez. to that. So if anybody has an extra ticket, holler at your boy. <laughs> oh, uh, someone had tickets. Slide uh, into the DMs. Who was saying it? Slide into the DMs. Yeah. Hit me up, dude. I'll take them. <laughs> You're going to get it late. Um, also, let me tell him. Also, the most uh, the most important thing in the news also is... Uh, Happy birthday, John! That should be just going constantly in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's your birthday, John. It was uh, May fourth, right? May fourth. Yeah. Disney night. Guardians. Guardians better be good. Underscore. Dude, Guardians. Talk about dying on a different podcast. I know. I want to cry. I want to you, cry. I want to. Dude, cry. no. Guardians Plan ninety nine, bro. It's you, it's the theme of the year. You know that the show is going to also that the Guardians movie is still going to be showing on the fifth, too, right? Yeah, but I don't. I don't trust people. <laughs> I don't want to be on social it's media. I don't. Want, and here's the thing. I too. I was just looking at troops for out here, and um, I don't necessarily want to do the same troop on the fourth we did last year. And the alternative is driving um, anywhere from three to five hours, and I'm I'm good on that. Hard so pass on a, on a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. So that's just the unfortunate thing about out here. If like if something's not in Charlotte, it's just everything is. It's too far. It's too far, dude. It's, yeah, it's like two and a half hours minimum. Minimum. No way. That's so, wild. Yep, yeah, is where it is. I, I mean, I. Brightness. 
Yeah, I get it. The same troop is up. We did it last year. It's Lego. It's a Lego store in a mall. Like it's cool, but like I don't know. Once you've I, done I kinda, it, I, yeah. I, yeah, I've done it, and I kind of I'm, I'm looking for some different type of troops to do out here, like just some more meaningful stuff. And unfortunately, it's a little few and far between. So There's a lot of birthday wishes for John right now, um, Emily, and uh, Q Stephen. Yeah, a lot of birthday can, wishes. Can we get Angelin saying happy birthday? Happy birthday! <laughs> bad, bad birthday. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? I'm fantastic. Um, happy birthday, John! First and foremost, um, it's my birthday. Um, John's <laughs> awesome, and it's his birthday. I'm really happy for him. Thanks. We've known each other for many years. He's now. technically yeah. an old man now. Old and we man. bicker, but it's it's the love. We bicker because we love. Um, I have a completely awesome story that I'd like to share. So over the weekend, it was like Saturday or Sunday. I uh, went down to our community boat dock here to to clean our boat off. And as we're as I'm like carrying the washer, like down a little ramp down to the boat dock, I hear like something go, thump. I was like, what <laughs> the hell was that? And I get, I start like putting my hands in my pockets and my car keys are gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I think my keys just fell in the water. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was the middle of the day and it was pretty warm and I go, I, I, I'm just going to get in the water. So I went. I have goggles at my house and I like jumped in the water and it's not warm. It's not cold, but I, it's not warm either. It's not time yet. It doesn't get warm for a couple more months and uh, I'm swimming around. I'm trying to find them and I'm like, they're right here. Like it was right. It's like in six, seven feet of water. I'm like, it's they're right here. Like they couldn't have gone anywhere else. I'm looking for hours, hours. Can't find it. My neighbor comes down he's got, Hey, I got like a magnet on a string, but it's, it's old. It's like, I don't know how strong the magnet is. And I'm doing, I'm just pulling up nails, nails. I spent four or five hours doing it, whatever, go on Amazon, look up uh magnet fishing. That's a thing. Uh, do yourself a favor. Google magnet fishing. Yeah. I believe it to be a very, you know, Siri, you, you've become a fan anyway. <laughs> yes, it's one you over thing to do. Um, so I order it, and it you know takes a few days to get here. And in the meanwhile, I'm going to my neighbor's, grabbing his magnet, and I'm doing it every day. And I'm like, "There's nothing." We had a big storm come through too, wind, rain, all this stuff going on. And I'm like, "These keys are they're gone. They're buried, or they've been moved on to something else." So I, that was like Saturday or Sunday. So last night I get home from the gym and I go down cause our boat was uncovered and I got, I got to put the cover on cause it was supposed to rain again. 
and uh, I had a few minutes to wait for the whatever long story. There's a lift. The boat sits on a lift. Takes a minute to come down. So I knock it down and I grab my magnet because I got my Amazon magnet now, which is completely awesome. Jeff Bezos made it. BFMs. Like BFMs. We know about them. These it's three and a half inches wide. Too. It's like it's in diameter. Things like that big. And uh, I'm throwing it out there, throwing it out there. I just pick up nails constantly because it's just the dock. They work on this nails, 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 nails. And I'm like, it's getting dark. And when it starts to get dark now, as its warmth is coming, it's mosquitoes are just bugs everywhere. They're biting me. And I was like, I, this is it. Last throw. <laughs> I throw it out. I'm pulling it back up. And I'm like, this is it. We're done. We're done. I'm pulling it back up. There's my keys. Stuck on the magnet, and I just looked down and I was like, "What?" And I literally was like, "This is the last throw," and I'm putting this away, and I'm done. And I'm I pull them out, and I was like, "Holy sh! There's the keys!" And I pull I I pull them off the magnet and throw it on the deck, and I was like, "Okay, come back to that later." Put the boat away, do the thing, come back to the house, and I'm like, "Okay, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna." Because it's a fob, right? Like if this is for my new truck, so it's an electronic key fob with a bunch of keys. Oh, it's screwed. The key, the keys are replaceable, right? It's like a house key. It's a you know, Yakima rat keys, whatever. That's all replaceable. So, but the fob, I'm like, this fob's. There's no way it's gonna work. It's got to be cooked, right? It has to be. It's been four days underwater. So I crack it open. You know, like you're changing a battery, you can crack your key fob open. Your battery will go bad at some point in time. I crack it open and there's like a rubber seal in it. And oh. when I remove the rubber seal, the little like chip is com- completely dry. Hmm. Like not wet at all. I was like, I bet you I could go push the button right now, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to take it apart, pull the battery. I had like a, a little container with um, silica packets in it because I knew the dry, if I found yeah. them, I was going to need this. So I had it ready. So I just pulled the chip out, threw it in the thing, wiped everything down with rubbing alcohol uh, and was like, all right, let's see tomorrow. And I woke up this morning and I put the thing together and boop, 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 works. Works totally fine. I'm winning. Toyota Tough. Because <laughs> you, do you know, dude, you, you, replace, you, to, you lose that fob, it's like 500 bucks. Like, it's not a cheap. Repl- well, there's Steven, I'm sure, has the, the hookup. Steven's got a guy. <laughs> yes. You can, you can buy a you fob. Can like, if you go you. to the dealer and you say, I need a new fob, it's 500 bucks. But if you can buy a fob and then you can take it to a key place, I think I think I calculated out. It can, you can get away for like two hundred bucks. It's yeah, it's still more expensive than a magnet, for sure. <laughs> that was twenty bucks. <laughs> and now and you got I a new hobby. Magnet. Now I have magnet fishing stays on the boat. So summertime comes and we're chilling in the cove and we're hanging out. I'm gonna pull that magnet out. See what's under there. Dude, I watch or something. You know so, what I mean? So my son is a if. He, if you ever want to like, yes. he, he catches big fish all the time and he, and he'll, yeah. he'll troll. He'll actually have a big ass lure pulling behind the boat. Dude, just keep that thing trolling everywhere you go. Yeah. You're going to find like, That's what I'm saying 
freaking some really cool Wedding historical rings. Shit. Yeah. A lot of rust. Eye watches. <laughs> nails. The moral of the story is BFMs save the day. Those little balls that you put on the back of a truck. It's all about balls. <laughs> Old balls. Old balls. Happy birthday, John. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. Yeah. Speaking of balls. <laughs> well, I think that does it yep. for us today, guys. If you enjoyed listening to the show, please feed the algorithm and give us five stars on your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got weekly episodes, unboxings, reviews, and other stuff. Uh, we've also got our contest for our 1,000 subscribers. Uh, the first 1,000 people that subscribe to our YouTube channel get entered to win a helmet casted by the Dad Batch. You can find us at the Prop Swap on June 3rd. It's in Poway, California, in the San Diego area. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, makers that are going to be uh, there showing off their wares and their custom Star Wars pieces. And the Dad Batch will be there with our workbench. So come see us, come by and say hi, buy some cool stuff. Uh, admission is free for everybody. You just got to go get a ticket. We'll have the links on our socials. You can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can follow you. Joe? Tech God, Bad Batch. And Remy? TheDadBatch.com. And John? At Alpha Ignition. Right on. And Brian? At John Rodriguez. <laughs> My personal account. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 37 of the Dad Bash Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 38. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly.